You're listening to Think Blockchain. Hey everyone, Jerry Cuomo here, and welcome to this bonus episode. Given the title of the podcast and associated book is Think Blockchain, DJ and I have teed up some key takeaways from the book that make you think and go, hmm. Okay, DJ, fire away. Ask me a question to kick off this bonus episode. Jerry, can you give us a quick explanation of quantum computing and then tell us how it might threaten blockchains? All right, time to talk quantum. DJ, we all know classic computers are powered by bits, which are either on or off, ones or zeros. So if I have two bits, the possible states are 00, 01, 10, and 11. If I have a 4-bit number, it's 16 states. And if one of those states, say 1111, is my password, for a computer to guess my password, it would have to iterate through those known states until it finds a match, which is trivial with four bits. But as I increase my bits, it can take a very long time to discover my secret password. Therefore, modern cryptographic methods for securing data work pretty darn well. To crack modern cryptography with a classic computer, it can take millions of years of trying. Now, enter the quantum computer, which has quantum bits or qubits. Like a classic computer bits, a bit can be a zero or a one, but the qubit can also represent a zero and one at the same time. While this might seem like magic or a little strange, it's just quantum physics at work. We do see examples of this in nature. Let's say a qubit is like a coin, where heads represent zero and tails represents one. So the coin can either be a heads or a tails, right? Nope, wrong. If we flip the coin and toss it in the air, while in the air, is it heads or tails? In an interesting way, it's both heads and tails at the same time. So the answer is fluid, and the coin value in this state is said to be on a spectrum from 0 to 1. Okay, but what does that have to do with computers? Well, this is where the fun begins. Let's go back to the password cracking example, okay? Where, with a classic computer... I would use a brute force method of guessing the right password. But if I were to use four qubits, which can be, as I said, both zeros and ones at the same time, and submit that to a quantum computer to crack my password, it would examine all possible states at the same time. Saying my password matches both right and wrong at the same time, because the answer has 15 wrong states and one correct state. But DJ, there is a technique called a Grover operator, where you can sweep away all the wrong answers, and what you have left behind is one right answer. And that's the beauty of quantum computing. Instead of trying each and every combination one at a time, a quantum computer tries them all at once. So consider cryptographic algorithms using the brute force mechanism of traditional computers will take the age of the universe to find the right answer. But with a quantum computer, you can try all combinations, provided you have the right number of qubits in your computer. And of course, use the Grover operator to sweep away the wrong answers. So instead of taking millions of years on a regular computer, you can do it in seconds on a quantum computer. Now, think about a Google map, recommending the best path between, let's say, 
Raleigh, North Carolina, and San Francisco, California. There might be millions of possible paths to take, but which one is the best? Classic computer will examine them all. A quantum computer examines all paths at once, near instantaneously. Isn't that cool, DJ? Actually, it's both cool and uncool at the same time, if you get my drift. Doesn't this expose blockchain, given all the cryptography that is incorporated into how blockchain technology works? Right. Quantum computing is an unleashed power with two sides. On the one hand, it represents a significant breakthrough in fields like science, life-saving medical advances, and financial strategies. But on the other hand, and thanks to something called the Shures algorithm, it has the power to break our current encryption system. However, folks, this is where quantum-safe algorithms come in. You see, quantum-safe cryptography refers to efforts to identify algorithms that are resistant to attacks by both classical and quantum computers to keep information secure even after a large-scale quantum computer has been built. So the first bit of good news is that the popular SHA algorithm that is often used by blockchain technology is already considered quantum-safe. But blockchains also include encryption very liberally associated with wallets and zero-knowledge proofs, etc. The National Institute for Science and Technology in the U.S. has identified several quantum-safe algorithms, and a few of these were created by our very own IBM research. For example, quantum uncertainty can be used to create private keys for encrypting messages, and a hacker would have to actually break the laws of quantum physics to hack that key. Well, fortunately, we can also implement these algorithms on classic non-quantum computers and start using these more resistant capabilities today to secure our data. In fact, DJ, there are several institutions, banks, and governments that are testing these quantum key algorithms as we speak today. So folks, it's time to pay attention to quantum safety as we also prepare to utilize quantum computing for the types of problems that will most certainly change our lives for the better. Hey, you know, IBM has built a quantum computer and made it available over our cloud. Right. So I challenge you to write your first Hello World or Hello Quantum program. And I've attached some links to the description section of this bonus episode for more details. Gotcha thinking? Hmm. We'll cover more topics like this on future episodes. See you then.